there's just no way to fully talk about it. But that shit was so real. And... During the time of that experience, there were like no words. It was like any attempt to describe what was going on at that time was just like pfft, useless, just totally useless. And I was just kind of floundering. I was, um, I was hyper aware of the sweat on my skin and of the taste of saliva in my mouth and like I could taste my teeth. Like, I could feel my clothes and like feel like the blanket on my face. I, could, I, feel, I felt like closing my eyes, I could actually like, it wasn't just like I wasn't seeing, but I was like seeing the black back of my eyelid. Stuart Sudicum calls himself a mystical mercenary. This is his story. As far as my own mystical experience, I began to work very uh, intimately with tarot and to learn it very, very well. I learned all of the meanings that were in this little 300 and some odd page book, uh, memorized them fairly exactly. And so when I would sit down and read tarot for someone, uh, they would not just have to take my word for it like I had powers or something. They would be able to go to the text and look up whatever it was, and they'd be like, oh, he's right. That is what the hanged man indicates, or, you know, whatever. I tried to read by the book, at least in part, because it would let people know that I was serious and because it was uh, the most honest way of doing it. And so, uh, just to add complication to my life, I took an honest skill and uh, decided to go out and hustle tarot on the street. I hustled with the real meanings, um, but, you know, people won't buy a tarot reading in the daytime, at least if you're just a guy standing on a street corner with a tarot deck. You gotta get them when it's night and when it's sort of, like, hey, spooky or romantic and... So I'd read by means of one card, just flip the card at the top of the deck. I'd explain the real symbolism in the terms of whatever query they had asked, and oftentimes something will click for them, and they'll be like, wow, that's really, that's really interesting. I have this insight in my question. I want to know more. So I'd take them inside and sell them a tarot reading on the tables in the bagel cafe. I'd buy them a cup of coffee, and they'd buy the tarot reading. And it was good. Uh, and it was hard work. Hours and hours. And it's funny because, like, you know, I seriously, I'm, I'm doing this uh, with the intention of raising myself up spiritually, but there is something inescapable about this that you just, like, you descend down into this sort of, like, this, this sleazy, low-life mode that magic kind of has around it. There is something very sleazy about being the person to whom someone else has recourse because you can 
you can use that. And the thing is, especially if you're good and you actually can give them answers, you can be like, I have the answers to all your problems, but I'm broke and I'm getting evicted from my apartment and I haven't eaten all day except dollar pizza on St. Mark's, which I had to like scrape change together for. So like, I'm gonna try to get money out of this drunk girl. And there was one particular day that I went out to this bar because there was some kind of event going on there where we were going to be allowed to read tarot. You know, the thing is though that on that particular day, I hadn't really, I hadn't really been trying. I hadn't been trying to do anything. Uh, I had just, you know, I say scraping together money for pizza, and this is also a kind of like romance because it's like this romance of poverty. And, uh, to some extent, I didn't care. I was just like gonna go out and like it will also be fun to like try to win this game of make money. But it wasn't really... I was just trying to do it right. I was just trying to really operate the tarot the correct way and to like get divine insight and to shock these people because I was dragging God into a bar. And... Uh... And I sat down at the table with this girl, and she got the worst spread ever. It was like all like the cards that you don't want to come up, and they were all up at the same time. And when I get someone who really has a clear query, uh, and then I'm just interpreting the symbols the way that they're supposed to be interpreted, it will open shit up for people. They don't know it, but what I'm doing is like, I'm not reading it. I'm operating the tarot for them like I'm a telephone operator. They're the one having the conversation. So I just, I didn't ask this girl what her question was, but she just got this bad spread and I was giving her in the most absolute terms what it was and I was trying to be very clear so that she didn't mistake anything and didn't get like scared or anything and I was trying to explain her like all of the correct symbolism. But that bar was so loud, and there's this comedian who's just, like, screaming and swearing at the back of the bar. And I'm just, like, screaming over him, and there's music screaming over us, and I'm just shouting mystical information at the top of my lungs to this girl who's, like, just... I know that she doesn't even need to hear because, like, she can tell what's going on, and I finish reading it, and she says, you know, I read tarot, and I've been reading tarot for years and years, and she says, I know that you gave me the correct information. I know that you gave me the real symbols, because, like, I've read that book, and I always get these cards. And she was such a sad girl. I don't know what I walked in on, but I was just at a point of intersection with a really, really sad person at like a bad time in their life. And, and I was just a conduit for whatever, whatever this girl was supposed to hear from the Holy Powers. Uh, and that is the only absolute indication that I've ever had that what I'm doing is really truly real there have been times when I did magic and I was like that magic worked because something happened but things can just happen without magic too but that 
that was something that was not just going to happen. I made that happen. I don't know how I made that happen, but it happened. I went home and I was walking up the stairs. It had been such a long day with that long climactic thing. And I sat down on the bed and I started telling my wife about the day. And I found it was like weird and it was like kind of hard to breathe. And then like I realized actually that I was crying. I was trying to explain to my wife, I just want you to know, like, this is weird, like, I'm not sad, I'm not even that happy, I'm just like, something is happening to my body, like, this is what my body is doing. And I chalked it up to, like, it was kind of, like, chilly out, and so I was getting, like, a snuffling nose. And so I, like, started to, like, put my hand on my chest, and I just sort of, like, fell on the bed. It was not like an out-of-body experience, it was like an in-body experience where I was, um, I was hyper-aware of the sweat on my skin and of the taste of the saliva in my mouth and like I could taste my teeth. Like, I could feel my clothes and like feel like the blanket on my face. I, could, I, feel, I felt like closing my eyes, I could actually like, it wasn't just like I wasn't seeing, but I was like seeing the black back of my eyelid. It was so intense to be feeling this like weird heightened like sensual acuity or whatever whatever you want to call it, but I was just like feeling all that stuff and like not having my body respond when I like tried to get up. I was talking while I was doing it. I was lucid. And I sat down on the bed and I, I was trying to tell her that I wasn't about the day. There was nothing wrong. And I found but it was I, like weird. It, it was, was like kind of hard to breathe. Scary. And but I knew there was nothing wrong. Like with me. I realized actually that I was crying. And I was trying to explain to my wife, I'm like, this I just want you to know, like, this is weird, like, I'm not sad, I'm not like even that happy, I'm just like, something is happening the, to my body. The like, best way that doing. I can explain it, and I, is it that was sort of it would be like, hard to breathe. if you and had so I, like, never started to, like, put my, my, like, cried before, my or never felt sad, and it's funny, because, like, in your entire life, and you had gone, like, it the age was of, like, exactly the way that, like, 26 uh, or however old I was, you know, like, um, those, those saint statues, um, where the saint is, like, clutching their heart, and, like, that had never happened, and then it happened, and I was like, it oh was my god, like, what's happening I felt that this was, like, a natural thing that my body was supposed that to do, that mind-body dualism had is a real thing, how to do this thing, that my consciousness was observing my body. It was what I needed in as much as it let me know to keep going. Um, and I just sort of like, I just fell on the bed. Like I was inside of, there was like this great this sense like of shell uh, that was my body and I could feel the edges of the shell. I thought that was empathy. fake. And that I, is not fake. Um, I felt it's like... Uh, it happened. Man. 
there's just no way to fully talk about it.